0: It's It's time time for for Business business Therapy. therapy. Let's Let's get get down down to business. business. But to business therapy i'm allison founder of allison's brand school and technically i'm not a therapist but i am really good at coaching humans on how to get clear about the work they're doing by listening to others spill their guts i know you'll relate relieve some stress and find the tools to freaking do what you feel called to do Hello boss babes, welcome to Business Therapy episode 22, going for it now with a day with Danny. I am so grateful you're here, I'm so happy to have you. Took a little break, was hustling, hustling, getting our IG for you course out there. I hope that so many of you are enjoying it and I just want to say thank you. Thank you for buying our How to Make Instagram Work for You audio course. Thank you for listening to the Business Therapy podcast. I appreciate it so freaking much. This is a really fantastic episode. Dani is just the best. She's been to my Build an Awesome Brand workshop. She's out there. She's doing the work. And there's nothing I love more than to be able to talk to someone who's really, truly doing the work and not just talking about doing the work so that I can help them look at what they're doing and figure out how to get where they want to go. It's such a satisfying feeling for me, and it's such a satisfying thing I know to be in that position where somebody says, I see you working really hard. Here's a couple things that you could do to shift that I think are going to get you closer to what you want. And I know that by listening to this episode, which I do with Ashley, Miss Ashley Rose Reeves, that you're going to get a lot of ideas. I was actually just sitting here reading over the business therapy questions thinking, oh, these are actually helping me right now. So let's get into it. And I hope you love it. Boss babes, I am here with Danny Inky. But I know her as a day with Danny. Which workshop did you come to? I
1: came to the Build-A-Massa brand in June.
0: Ashley's here too. She doesn't have a mic right now. Hey. Danny, we're so excited to have you here and you won some coaching.
1: Yes. Is that what happened? Yes, I'm like... so excited. Okay, awesome. I'm, I'm so excited.
0: And I know that you do lots of great things. Like um, I saw that you're planning um, family pictures. Yes. Right now. It like you were shopping for outfits for family pictures. I was yeah. watching your story. <laughs> and you share
1: like style, fashion, what else? So tell us a little bit about what you do. So I like to talk about confidence mostly. And so before the build an awesome brand workshop. It was hard for me to like nail down exactly. Cause I felt like I was kind of all over the place when I started. I like talking about mental health, but then I like shared recipes and would share stuff about my kids. So I was kind of yeah. all over the place. But then I, once I went to the brand school, I narrowed it down to, <sighs> I love that confidence. Yeah. And then I was like, okay, what do I want to be confident in? And I decided motherhood style and myself like mm-hmm. self. And I love
0: that so much because when I went to your profile and I was checking in on you. And you say in your profile, helping you spark confidence in self style and motherhood. It's so good. It was so clear. And you say exactly what you do, hairstyles, tutorials, yogas, meditation. You've got your contact in there. I mean, you're doing a great job. And then you're doing the content that you say you're going to do. You're like actually doing it. (laughs) So like, let's just take a minute. Like, come on, come on. Because it's (laughs) It's, it's hard. And most people come to the workshop and they get perspective and they get insight and they get ideas and they get clarity, but then how many people actually go and take action on them? Mm-hmm. And you're doing it. So that's yeah. so, great. so you should be really proud of yeah, yourself. Yeah, I'm really proud about that. Yeah. Good. Okay, so you've got me and Ashley here. Yes. What is your like pain point? Like what are your questions? Like what are you sitting on right now?
1: So I think my pain point is that like Instagram is the easiest place for me. I love Instagram. I think it's a great platform to post on. But the problem is, is my content just like after 24 hours or so it gets, it's gone. And in people, stories in stories and just on my feed too, because I'm continually trying to add more, but mm. I don't feel like people go back to the content that I've put. That's before. interesting. Do you, I don't know if that's true. What do you think about that?
2: That depending on what kind of content you're creating, so if you're referencing content that you've already posted in the past, so if you have like, oh, here's all my style tips, here's the hashtag to go back and look at and they can still go back and reference for sure. Okay. I do that with like better body love on my posts. I always have the hashtag so people can go back and read the other ones. But yeah, yeah like I sometimes know, but I think that you totally can bring it back.
0: Okay. I just thought that was interesting, Ashley, to get your perspective on that because I see what you're saying, but I also think that's interesting, hmm. right? That's, it's just interesting. <laughs> we talked to a lot of people and I haven't had anybody else yeah. bring that up where it's like people aren't going back to my old content. Yeah. So that means that you're spending a lot of time on that content. You really care about it. It's, you feel it's valuable content. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. sorry, finish your sentence. We didn't let you finish your <laughs> pain point. <laughs>
1: So I have a blog and, mm. but I, I don't love blogging. Yeah. Um, I had it because I, I would hear people say, you need a place for people to come back to. That's your space in case Instagram crashes or something happens and yeah. I have my own space, but it takes a lot of time. And that's yeah. why I love Instagram because it's easy for me to use. And, and I feel like I can gauge better with an audience. Yeah. But I think my ultimate goal which I kind of like figured out since the brand school was... Thank you for being such a good advocate for brand school because we don't even tell people to do this and I really appreciate it. (laughs) Yes, it's really changed my brand, I feel like.
0: I love hearing this. It's like I know that it's good, but sometimes I just really like hearing that it's really, really, truly helping someone. Not just that it's good, but that it's actually making a difference in your life because I don't need to hear that it's good. I want to know it's like making a difference in the work you do, you know? Yeah.
1: So I really while I was there and writing like in my workbook that I want to public speak. I want to go to events and speak because I I would love to speak to a broader audience. I want my message to reach a lot of people. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I feel like that's the best place for me to do that is to speak at an event where people that want to hear it pay and go to the event. Because then I know they're actually listening to what I'm saying and my content is like getting absorbed and written down. And I don't know, I guess my dream like to make it feel... Like people value what I'm saying is like, if they come up to me after and they're like, tell me what you said really helped me.
0: I feel like what you're saying is that you're missing the in-person connection.
1: I think so. Because again,
0: we figure out the answers from the question, meaning you're asking the question like basically like, I want to go and speak at live events. How can I go and speak at live events? But the question is really, how do I impact people on a deeper level? And what's interesting is you're not saying, how do I get more people to follow me online? Because Mm -hmm. if you think about it, when you go and keynote an event, like I'm keynoting one of the biggest events I've ever keynoted in a couple weeks, it's nearly, 5,000 people, right? But you have a following of almost 9,000 people. And of course, not every single one of them sees that. But like, let's say that a thousand of them see it, right? Let's say it's Mm -hmm. like a really good post that gets a lot of traction and a thousand people see it. Do you know how much work and how long it is, not in a discouraging way, but to speak to a thousand people in person?
1: Yeah, that would like, be <laughs> Do you see what I'm saying? Yeah. Like
0: I've worked as a public speaker for five or six years and just in the last couple of years do I speak to groups of like a thousand people Oh, that's not true. I guess I actually spoke to two thousand people all ago. It doesn't matter. What I'm <laughs> saying is it's very interesting that you want it in person. Because it's actually faster online, hmm. so it's not necessarily that you want to reach more people, like what you're saying. I think it's that you want to reach more people in person. What does that sound like to you?
1: I I think that sounds good because I like being online, but I I do like the, I value that connection that I get with someone in person, and I feel like when people meet me, that's why I did a day with Danny because I wanted people to like if they could spend a day with me, they'd feel better, and they I love that. Better about themselves, but they'd also get some kind of value from it. I love
2: that. Okay, so for an Instagram tagline, I like what you just said, and I think you could bring it together so people understand the connection. So I feel like you could say, spend a day with me, and I can help you spark confidence and self-style and motherhood. So you bring that like day with Danny into it. Uh (laughs) I
1: like that.
2: (laughs) Damn, Danny.
1: Oh, yeah. (laughs)
2: Anyways, but I think that just helps people understand it a little bit better. Because I, as soon as you said that, I was like, oh, that makes so much sense. But I didn't know before. Oh, okay. So I feel like that could help people understand, like, by spending a day with me, I'm going to help you do this. Like, this is the result you'll get from being with me.
1: I love that. Yeah,
2: I love that, too. And then I really, really like
0: how that lends itself to in-person interactions. Yes. Because, like, even it's right there in your Instagram name, <laughs> what you want to do is you want to spend time with people. <laughs> (laughs) Right? Yeah. And the internet is keeping you away from the people. (laughs) Okay. So what would be a successful outcome for the end of this conversation? Would you like an action plan for how to be speaking at events or what, like what do you think we could do to help you?
1: Yeah, I'd love an action plan because I, I know that I want to speak on confidence, but I know there's so many more levels of confidence to speak on, especially in my bio with having motherhood and style and self yeah. that I feel like I, there's a lot of places I can go with it. But I if someone asked me to speak tomorrow, I wouldn't have like a outline of what I would exactly want to speak on.
0: OK, so you're the best because you literally just came up with your first step in, in the right <laughs> Because I was going to be my question to you is if somebody asked you to speak tomorrow, what would you speak on if you had to, if you had to put something together?
1: Well, I feel like right now, since I'm in motherhood so strongly, then I would speak. I would love to speak to mothers, I guess. Just so what I'm going through now is the gaining confidence from being pregnant and like focusing on. Another little person to being my own person and gaining my confidence back in myself and who yeah. I am as Danny now.
0: Yeah. So confidence post birth or confidence as a mom. Yeah. Feeling confident in your new role. As a mom, does that sound like something you would want to talk about? Yeah. Okay, there's your keynote. Yay, (laughs) we did it. Okay, so feeling confident in your new role as a mom. And then I think the first step would be to start sharing that keynote in little parts, Mm -hmm. practicing it, developing it on your Instagram feed right, right. Yeah. because here's how you're going to get people to know what it is you talk about is to talk about it mm-hmm. right now you're awesome because you're already doing you you've done a little bit of IGTV but it looks like it's mostly been hair tutorials mm-hmm. do you feel confident and comfortable talking to camera about stuff that isn't hair tutorials yes okay so i think that's great i think that's one way to do it i think another way to do it is writing like mm-hmm. captions and posts. Do you do that?
1: Yes, I, and that's what I have the hashtag ThoughtSpark.
0: Yes, I love that. And you have it in your profile, which is awesome.
1: So then I can link to all the posts that I've done on that. But I try to have one of those a week.
0: Yeah. But I feel like, and I don't know, Ashley, I want to hear your thoughts on this. You've done such a good job narrowing it down, and I don't want you to tell you to narrow it down so much, but what I think you're missing is an anchor product of some sort, whether it's a 10-day Confidence in Motherhood challenge that we do as a group, or it's a Confidence ebook download that you get for free when they sign up for a newsletter. Do you see mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Where it doesn't, I don't mean product in the term that you need to sell it. I was thinking today when I was driving to the office, I don't even remember what I was thinking about. For so long people called me the dance party girl. And I did I did so much more than dance parties. I've always done so much more than dance parties. I think that was part of my rebellious, like, screw you I'll stop doing dance parties nature as I stopped <laughs> doing them. But what it did is it gave people something to anchor to me. And
2: I think that's what you're missing.
1: Mm-hmm. Do you see what I'm saying? Yeah.
2: With your Instagram feed is style referring to hair or is it clothes or both? Um,
1: I guess. probably both.
2: Okay. So I, cause I'm just looking at like through your Instagram feed and looking at the posts and stuff. So do, like the hair stuff
1: seems, do you like doing the hair stuff? I like doing it because I, so I got a cosmetology degree and I feel like that's Mm. something that I can share that I Mm -hmm. am knowledgeable in. And I also like to do easy hair tutorials for busy moms. Okay.
2: So one question, do you know, based off engagement, what your people like to see most from you? Like, do you know what they're connecting most to you? Like, are they highly engaged posts when you talk about hair or style or motherhood? Do you feel like there's one that kind of stands out?
1: When I do the Thought Spark ones, I seem like I get good comments. Okay. Do you this. have your phone
0: with you? Yes.
1: We're gonna have Danny get out her phone and Ashley's gonna pull up insights
0: for
2: her. Are you a business account? Yes. If you look in insights, go to your profile and you, at the top right hand corner, you have the little hamburger menu, click insights and look at your content. So based on your feed alone, you can see what people, so this is by reach, how many people see it.
0: You almost have 9,000, that's a decent sized audience, but you probably
2: are like, it's a smaller audience, right? (laughs) It's a natural thing that as your audience grows, people just feel a little d- disconnected from you. So they want to observe you, but they don't necessarily want to engage with you. Gotcha. And so that's something that is a huge benefit of a smaller audience is people still feel that connection. They're like, I know she's going to see every like, I know she's going to see every comment. And so people give that to you more. Or with a bigger audience, the algorithm just sorts it out a little bit different, but also people just are a little disconnected. So I think, I mean, you really are seeing like half your people. You've got really great engagement. Okay. So yeah. if we're going to go through and sort this, hold on. We're going to go sort all by first of all, we're going to start by shares within six months. So this is the stuff that people are sharing with other people. So this is interesting. So your most shared piece of content is this. Okay, so it's a quote about anxiety. So this is something that I have really dialed into this year as well, that text. And this is interesting. You have a couple. One of these is a giveaway. What's this one about? Is that a giveaway too? Yeah, that's a giveaway. Okay, so some giveaways. So if you look at things aside from giveaways, so giveaway, 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 but these are text words. On simple backgrounds and so that's something that people are sharing and that's a way that people, basically that shows what you're talking about is something that resonated with people enough they wanted to share it with other people.
0: Yeah, what I'm going to look at and and Ashley is good because she's been helping me dive into my analytics. This is something we talk about in our Instagram for you course not to focus on this so much but to use it to help you see where you're really reaping the benefits of time spent Yeah, and Ashley's all about shares and shares are really important mm-hmm. but I started looking at follows and the difference between, you know, your follows and your shares are closely related. They're, they're pretty similar, So like but- if people share that, she tends to get a lot of follows from it. My follows and shares are not closely related, yeah. surprisingly enough. So if I want to focus on growth or depending on what you want to focus on, but like for these purposes, I wanted to focus on growth. I was like, yeah, but when are people Actually following me. They're not just sharing my content. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to go and look at your follows. And we're going to see it's pretty different content. So here, that your top
2: follow. So this is you talking talking about about trials and faith. Interesting. So that was something that brought a lot of people. I give away, I kind of discredit for like, I mean, it's good to know that giveaways are effective. But yeah, this is you talking about your baby? How did you help your baby adjust to a new family member? And what you've got to think is when somebody follows you and you're looking at that
0: message and you're like, I don't want you to think like, what do I do to get people to like me? Right. I want you to think, what was it that somebody read in this message and realized that I had something to offer them that they needed? Because that's a really empowering place to be in. I feel like that's a really like, maybe you started with a personal story. Maybe you followed with a strong call to action. And I want you to look at it from a more formulaic. And the reason we started this whole conversation was to pull up the hair tutorials.
2: Yeah, which... We didn't see any hair tutorials in your top for engagement, follows, or shares, right? Right. So I'm not saying they're not important. If you like doing them, you totally can. But I would pay attention when you want to reach more people and you want to define that message and make it a little clearer, that other stuff tends to water it down. I have completely removed food from my feed and that's why I started Instagram in the first place. But it was something that was not bringing engagement, followers, shares, nothing. And as I've taken that away, my engagement has increased. So you have to also consider the algorithm reads your posts as kind of the look at each post individually, but also kind of overall. And so posts post that performs low does kind of hurt your other posts. So it helps not as many people see them. But... Do you want to share hair tutorials? Yeah.
1: So I like sharing them because I feel like it'll give moms good ideas. But I also thought that that was bringing more people. And that's what people like to watch. Like, you know, people like to watch cake decorating and stuff. I thought people like to watch hair tutorials. And now that I'm seeing that it's not getting as much engagement, I don't know if I'll spend as much time as I was. Right.
0: Because at the end of the day, I think the most important thing is that you care about the work you're doing. And so if you're like, no, screw you, (laughs) algorithm. screw you Instagram screw you internet I want to share these hair tutorials I would just say share them but I wonder if you put a headline on the video so when it rested in your feed and it said three hairstyles that are going to make you feel like mom of the year right so it's confidence and being a mom tying Mm -hmm. it all together if that wouldn't serve you more so when we think about your brand and your brand is you want to spark this confidence how can you make Make sure that when you share the hair tutorials, that you're using hair tutorials to spark confidence. See, now you know why you're doing it, but Mm -hmm. does your audience know why you're doing it? And do you feel like you've done that messaging or do you feel like you focused on the hair tutorial?
1: Well, I feel like for the last little, probably a few months that I was focusing on getting like two hair tutorials out a week. Cause I thought that's what my audience wanted to see. And did you base that on like comments or just, I think just thinking, well, I like to watch, you know, fast videos of people doing it. Yeah. Because I like to do hair. So yeah. I thought other people did, but while well, some comments I get is you're doing so awesome. I don't know if I can do that or man, you make it look so easy so almost where they're saying that's really cool but I don't know if I you know I'm trying to make it easy for them yeah to be able to do it but they're the feedback is kind of like well, you can do that, and that's so awesome, but I don't know if I can. Which get is it interesting done.
0: because it's almost the exact opposite of what your intention was. Yeah.
1: Right? Where you're like, I wanted to spark confidence, and now I'm just making
0: people feel bad that they can't yeah, do Yeah, I know. It. And I'm like, no, you can totally do <laughs> it. <laughs> and it's so funny because when you walked in, the first thing I was like, oh man, her hair is just, your hair is glorious. Like, it's, it's like long, luscious locks of like bouncing curls. And I was like, damn, Danny, your hair. <laughs> right? And so I do think it's great. Like, your hair is like this reoccurring part of your brand, but like even breaking it down, maybe it's breaking it down to hair care. Mm -hmm. Right. Like breaking it down. So it's even more like I want you to have confidence in being a mom. And lots of times we feel better when we feel like we look a little bit better. Good Mm -hmm. news. You don't even have to go to the gym. You just (laughs) have to use this conditioning treatment or or do you see what I'm saying? Whatever it is. And it's funny, especially as a mom, when your identity gets messed with and you're like, who am I? It's like if somebody makes my hair look a little bit better or like even tells me a good dry shampoo routine, I'm like, yes. right Right. so maybe even focusing on like I think it's so smart like but first off let's just say this the reason we're able to have this conversation is because you've been doing the work Mm -hmm. so don't get discouraged and right like don't think like why have I been what like if you were going in that direction I couldn't see it but I'm just saying if you do when you leave stop it (laughs) because we wouldn't even be able to have this conversation unless you were getting work up
1: yeah Yeah.
0: You're doing a really good job. You're doing a really, really good job. What I want for you is I want you to be able to deliver on your goals for yourself.
1: Yeah. That's it. I love that. So you're just going to have to
0: pivot a, a little bit, but you have something to pivot with. So I'm screaming this because people listening, they're like trying to figure it out, trying to figure it out. And it's like, you will not figure it out until you put crap up.
2: Mm -hmm, You
0: can't look at your engagement. You can't look at your followers. You can't look at your shares until you get stuff up. And you've been doing it consistently, which is really important. So, like, you're doing a really good job. You have all of the pieces in place, which is why you've seen so much success. Okay, but back to the action plan. Uh Back to the action plan. So, how we started this whole scientific (laughs) scientific conversation was what videos are you doing? Could you start trying to do videos of maybe it's like a um, mom confident boost in 60 seconds? Here's your 60 second boost. And today, and like, what if it was one day it's a hair thing? And what if one day it's a family picture thing? When I was watching in your storage and you're like, I did it. I got everything for the family pictures and only three stops. I was like, well, Danny, I want to see the stops. Yeah. You said I went to children's play or like you went to Target. Yeah. Do you love how invested I am in your family yeah. pictures? <laughs> (laughs) But like moms, and and here's why, because I was like, you're in a place in your life where you can go and do three stops for family pictures. A lot of moms are in that place. I'm not in that place. So I'm almost like fascinated by it where it was like remember the good old days (laughs) where then even with me with like full more than full time working mom not at home mom. I'm like cool Danny show me what you got because I don't have time to go to three stores. But then also the moms who are like no I'm loading the four because Danny has four kids guys. I'm not saying Danny has time. Danny (laughs) has a different type of time. Mm -hmm. Right? You're loading all the kids in the car and you're going around and you're like we're going to make this work right (laughs) they want to see it too and I love this day in the life with Danny, where it's like today I did this and here's how it boosted my confidence and here's some tips to boost your confidence in
1: it oh I like that right and so it's
0: just like even thinking of the things you're doing as a day and that's then you're the day girl
1: yeah. So back
0: to that idea of like, I'm the dance party girl and I'm the branding girl and I'm the podcast girl and I'm the air hump girl or whatever the girl is, right? Uh-huh. You're the day girl. You're like, oh, this is what Danny did in a day with her four kids. And you're connected to the work because you're connected to that why of sparking confidence. And I love for you just, right, you just, had, she just had a baby two months ago. So you had your fourth baby two months ago. So you were just in it so thick right now. You can't do anything but talk about mom stuff right now, right? Right. Yeah. Like when you have a two month, are you kidding with four kids? I only have the three. So Ashley knows more than I yeah, know. I but I don't even know. Yeah. <laughs> but we don't remember. <laughs> we don't remember. Yeah. Who knows who remembers what happened? Yeah. Right. Where it's like a day in the life with these four kids. But here's what I did to spark my confidence today. And even if you got that up two times a week. So then what happens <laughs> is it's time to hire you for a keynote. And it says, Danny's going to come help you feel confidence in the day to day of being a mom.
1: Yeah. Oh,
0: Day to day that grind. Do you like that idea? Yeah. I love that. I got chills <laughs> when you said. That. Okay, I did <laughs> you are like, wait, wait, <laughs> I got it. I feel it. And so the best part is, is you don't have to do anything more than what you're doing. You're just gonna shift a little bit what you're talking about. Yeah. Because you're getting those posts up, you're doing it. Now, back to your original question about, which it was kind of a question about like a blog versus whatever, have you thought about a podcast?
1: I haven't.
0: Are you interested? You don't have to be interested. I'm just curious.
1: I think I would like to, at least right now, be a guest on on the podcast. That way I can get my message out without having to show up at the events just yet. So smart. Mm -hmm. I think that's so smart. And
0: being a guest on a podcast is a great way to transition (laughs) into speaking at events. So somebody's going to hear you and they're going to like what you have to say and they're going to like your message and they're going to want to invite you to speak specifically at a mom centered event and so I think it would be great to reach out to any friends that you have or other people with podcasts that are getting started smaller podcasts larger podcasts and say here's my message here's what I have to say I love to help moms focus on finding the joy to -to day-to-day in motherhood and and finding confidence in that and then you pitch that and as you pitch that you're formulating your keynote, and you're practicing it. And that's basically what a podcast is, is it's practicing your keynote. And I love that you're so smart that you're like, Meh, I don't really wanna start a podcast, but I'd love to be guest on other people's podcasts. And as you create more of those videos that you then post on your Instagram, send those as links to the people you pitch about the podcast Mm. because then they're going to get to hear you talking about it. See, I'm not going to have somebody come on my podcast if I don't know what they're going to sound like, if I don't know if they're well-spoken, if I don't care about what they have to say, which is typically why I bring people on my podcast that I'm friends with, right? Or, Or that like I've met in person first. Like, I don't think I've had a single person on my podcast that I haven't heard them speak in person or on their own podcast and it's because you you want like a proven concept so also don't get discouraged when you're creating content and maybe it doesn't get the traction you want if you know why you're doing it and it's like a portfolio piece almost but with the hair <laughs> tutorials which again so great because it's given us something to look at and to pivot from and gotten you a habit of making video you can't send those to anyone to get you to where you want to go next so I want you to start thinking of your yourself as keynote danny. Right. Oh. Keynote Danny, <laughs> speaking Danny, keynote speaker. Danny. And when you go to create that content, and when you go to create those long-term goals for yourself, I want you to think, what would Keynote Danny do? What would, what's the type of content? And this is something I've been doing for myself. What would Keynote Danny create for content today? And maybe Keynote Danny isn't every single day of the week, right? But when you then go to like make your next big decision, when somebody offers you a collaboration or someone reaches out to you, you ask yourself, what would Keynote Danny do? Because the person who's getting stuck in the, day-to-day grind Danny that Danny might do one thing, but keynote (laughs) Danny, right? She's going to do something different. Does that feel doable?
1: Yeah, that that, feels awesome. (laughs) Okay, good. Does that feel actionable? Yes.
0: Okay, good. So what is your takeaway? Like, what are you going to do differently in the next week, do you feel like?
1: I feel like writing things down more. Because I love writing lists and being organized. Um, And then I can reference back and say, okay, this is what, when I was by myself and not with kids and focusing on what I wanted to do. This is what I wrote down. And then like, then I feel that fire again. Okay. This is what I want to, the message I want to share Yeah, and bring it back around to my brand and the confidence and motherhood and all of that. So I
0: love that. I think that's so good. And I think the other thing that I would just say as like a little bit of a pump up, because I don't think you need most people who are going to take action. Don't need me to hand them a step-by-step action. Like you're going to (sighs) leave and take action. Do you see what I'm saying? Yeah. I find often the people who don't want to take any action are the people who want it all spelled out like piece by piece. But the thing I would say to you is you don't need to wait to do what you want to do. You don't need to wait to pitch people on the podcast. You don't need to wait to ask people if you can speak at their event. You're very well spoken. You're very prepared. You have your experience. Focus on what you're the expert at and what you're the expert on is being Danny for a day and living that day with confidence. Right. Yeah. And just remember that and keep that in mind. And you don't need to hit some ana- imaginary benchmarker in order to be worthy or to be valid, to go and speak or be on the podcast or do whatever it is you want. And I just say that because I do that to myself all the time. And I think it's really easy to think, especially because you're a planner and you like are going and getting it all laid out and organized that you're like, I got to follow this plan exactly. And I have to wait until I'm ready. Right. Yes. Does that feel like you? Yes. Okay, good. I don't want (laughs) to just be making stuff up. you. that's right. Okay, good. You're ready. You're doing it. So just do it. You don't have to wait. I'm just telling you. <laughs> I'm just telling you. You don't have to wait. Nobody has to wait. And those are the people who freaking blow life out of the water are like those. This is what I'm noticing. Do You know what I'm talking about, yeah. Ashley? Like these tenacious people who don't wait. They don't wait till they're ready. Or they don't wait till someone gives them permission. They just go for it. And it's hysterical when I think of the things that I've done that have been
2: successful. That's what I did. I don't do it all the time, but that's what I did. Yeah. I just think as long as you have the confidence to show that to other people that you'll be fine because I think you're doing really great and I think everything that you share is really valuable so yeah I think you just gotta have the confidence to do it and I totally agree with Alice that I think you're ready for it she
0: ready she ready. She ready. <laughs> yes. okay so you can follow Danny on Instagram and it's a day with Danny d-a-n-i and there's a dot in between all of the words so it's a dot day dot with dot Danny <laughs> Oh, isn't Danny the best? You can find her again on Instagram. It's a.day.with.dani, a day with Danny. Don't you even love that name even more after you learned the why behind it? And now let's just get into the business therapy questions because, like I said before, we got into the interview. These questions are actually helping me in this moment. They're really good. Wow, I'm so good at this. Okay, number one, have you created a benchmark for yourself? that you have to hit before you go for what you really want. So remember the intention of these business therapy questions is you can listen to this, you can get some ideas, but it's really only going to be cute and insightful unless you put application into it. So get a journal out, get your computer out, take the note section of your phone and really write. When you write, it triggers different synapses in the brain than when you just think about things, you're more focused. Stuff really pops up. And so I really encourage you to to use this as what it is, which which is free business coaching. So let's repeat that business therapy question number one. Have you created a benchmark for yourself that you have to hit before you go for what you really want? Danny had a lot of parameters around being able to consider herself a speaker. And I actually meet this all the time when I'm coaching people, talking to people at workshops, talking to people at conferences. They want to be a speaker. They want to be an author. They want to be a fill in the blank. And they've created all of these parameters. And I really recently was talking to someone who wants to do more professional speaking and I said so you think you need to have how many Instagram followers before people will hire you to speak and it was so funny because she immediately had a number and I just knew when I was talking to her based on what she was saying that she had come up with this imaginary benchmark. I do this all the time. I thought that I had to have all of these things in place before I could write a book and then I go back I read earlier writing of mine and I'm like damn it I should have just written a book then it would have been great. And then as you learn and grow, you bring different things to the table. So ask yourself, are you holding yourself back or keeping yourself from going after what you really want by trying to hit these imaginary benchmarks you've created? Business therapy question number two, if someone gave you the opportunity you've been waiting for tomorrow, would you be ready to jump on it? This is such a good question. So for Danny, does she have those speaking topics practiced? Does she know what she'd want her keynote to be? Do the work right now as if the opportunity is right now. Damn, dog. Do the work right now as if the opportunity is right now. So ask yourself, if somebody gave you that opportunity you've been waiting for, would you be ready to jump on it? And you know what, you guys? I can tell you, for me, the answer is absolutely. And I think that's where some of my frustration with where I am for myself right now is coming in. I'm like, I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm ready. And so (laughs) this is great though, even asking myself that question and being able to say, but guess what, Allison, if somebody did offer you the opportunity tomorrow, you would be ready to jump on it. And then I think like a follow-up to that is, but you remember opportunities really are never handed to you on a silver platter. So what is something you could do if your answer like me is yes? What is something you could do to push an opportunity or just start pushing in the direction of an opportunity. Okay. And business therapy question number three, it's kind of in that same vein. So I really like it is what action would your goal self take today? So for Danny, I said, what would keynote Danny do? Because guess what? Like I just said, you are that person right now. When Danny says, what would keynote Danny do and makes a decision based on that, it is driving her in the direction. she wants to go. Oh, this is great. You guys are doing great. You're doing such a good job because you know what? It's not about what we achieve. It's not about what we accomplish. It's not about becoming Keynote Danny. It truly is all of the lessons, all of the empathy, all of the beauty that we accrue in the journey. And oh, she's just getting a tad emotional because that's just something, I get so focused on achievement. I am just so achievement focused. And even when I'm aware of it, it can still start to cloud my judgment when at the end of the day, when all is said and done, the achievements really only last a short time and it's the person you've become along the way that you get to keep with you forever. And that's the really beautiful thing. So let's just remember to focus on how we can have more fun in the journey, more fun in the process as we go after our dreams and do what we feel called to do. So do you guys like business therapy? If you're listening and if you're listening and applying the business therapy questions, I think your answer is probably yes. I do wanna let you know that in 2020, I will be opening up a few, just literally three meetings before corporate one-on-one coaching spots. And I wanted to tell you guys about it first. If you are interested and you want to know what that looks like and you want to apply, shoot an email to info at allisonsbrandschool.com. This is really intended. I do my one-on-one coaching at a, a higher level. So if you're making, you know, over six figures and you're looking to really invest and take things to the next level, that's the level of coaching I do. And if you're not in that ballpark guess what we do business therapy for free but if you are hanging out there shoot us an email because I would love to help you do what you feel called to do I love the reviews you guys are leaving thank you so much and this one really really touched me it's from Sarah I think karaoke karaoke and she says I followed Allison since she blogs she blogs which you guys if you don't know that is my blog I started like 13 plus years ago she says yeah that long and while all of her work is stand out i feel like this podcast showcases her truest gifts asking the right questions helping people discover not only their pain points but the actionable plans to work through them and then giving all of us the tools to apply the principles to our own lives and businesses awesome with allison will pump you up no matter who you are but business therapy is a straight-up gift to the entrepreneur inside who wonders how she does it clearly she is called to do this and thank goodness she is doing it oh sarah that's a really nice review and answers some questions I had for myself this morning. So I can't thank you enough for that. Shoot us an email to info at alisonsbrandschool.com and we are going to send you some goodies as a thank you. We are always on the lookout for those of you who are sharing. Sharing is caring. Uh, Leave those reviews. Sharing on Instagram. We repost you and try to pump you up. You guys are doing an incredible job. We are really putting more time and energy and effort into the Allison's Brand School Instagram account. Sharing principles we talk about on the podcast, keeping you updated about new episodes, and giving you more business therapy questions over there. So be sure you are following us on Allison's Brand School on Instagram. And man, I just love this community. I love you so much. I really do. I'm so grateful for you. And I want you to remember, if you feel called to do it, freaking do it. Man Mr. Eric Robertson wants to invite you to join Pleasant Pictures Music Club. If you are a content creator, you can save 20% off with the code BusinessTherapy. So go to pleasantpictures.club and enjoy this jaunty tune.